Alright, welcome back to another episode of Fast Break Lip NBA Podcast. Samuel here. We got Kev. Kev, say what's up. Yo, Kev. Y'all can't hear me, can you? Yeah, I can hear you. Say what's up. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good night. Good night. Good, good evening to everybody. Good afternoon. Hope, hope, hope you're enjoying your day, your night, whatever's going on, your weekend. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got Frankie here. Frankie, say what's up. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Quarantine, quarantine. All right. So first, we're going to get some some quick headlines before we get into... um. We going over the um, parts one and two of the Last Dance, the MJ documentary that aired um, yesterday. Um, so first, we got some quick headlines. Um, Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd—they're both skipping college and going um, straight to the G League's de- new development program, which will provide them with um, money, and they'll still have the opportunity to get um, a college um, education as they're getting a hundred twenty-five thousand dollar college scholarship. So, what's your how y'all feel about that? Give me one second. Go, Cal. You could go first on that. That changes the whole league, and that changes high school basketball and college basketball because now NCAA got to see what's up now. Facts. You know, if they can't listen, if if that kid is successful and goes straight to the A and da 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 da, then off the rip, NCAA is in trouble, and they're gonna start panicking. Cause they I mean, know they. I mean, this is gonna be college in college football, but college basketball won't be the same to me, especially because certain players are going to take advantage of this and not go to college. Facts. But at and the end of the day, I, I also think it might hurt the game a little bit. I feel like going to college helped the game too. So I feel like, I mean, then again, you're going straight to the G League, that's different. But I don't know. I, just, I feel like a college environment, there's still something to learn when it comes True. to basketball. True. I actually wrote about this on um my website, thefastbreaklayup.com, where I said it's going to change college basketball, but, like, there's still going to be players that still want to go to college because, like, college basketball still brought us the stories of, like, Steph Curry, CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson. Like, it helped get those guys' draft stock to where they were. So I feel like college will still provide those opportunities. And we still have yet to see if this is going to provide – that same level of success for those guys. I mean, they'll be able to make an income, which is probably like the main benefactor for them. But as in terms of like development and really get into the NBA where they want to be, that's yet to be seen. So. Yeah. I saw um, that Jalen kid that was on the sun. Jalen LeCue, I think. Yeah. Nice. Lequeu, yeah, Jalen Lequeu, yeah, he's a bucket, and he like hopefully he gets some minutes next year in the Suns, but he's a bucket. So I gotta see kids like him coming from there, cause a lot of them go to the G League and end up just staying there, or they come get a little two way roster, two way roster um contract, and don't end up doing nothing with it. So that's just the iffy part about it. Um, I've been watching that um Jalen Green here all year, and. What I would say though about the NBA doing this, it's a good thing for the NBA. The only thing that's going to hurt them is that they can't breed a lot of stars as um, college do. Like, college is easy to build your brand in terms of like who you are as a person. Like, 
and what you bring to the game in G League. Nobody really watching G League games. Nobody Thanks. really like tuned into G League players, IG, none of that. But like, there's this other kid, Imoni Bates. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie, boy, different. I think he in like 11th grade. Mm-hmm. People, no, he's, he's in 10th right grade. He's in 10th grade. He's still in 10th. He got like player of the year. Yeah, he's the first ever sophomore to get player Gatorade Player of the Year, which is crazy. Yeah, they compare him to K. By the time he gets to um, what I would say, by the time he's a senior, he's gonna be ready for the A. And by the time oh, he's course. a senior, by the time he's a senior, they're gonna be a rule in place already to send him straight to the A. So I don't see him going to the G League. Most likely, yeah, or college, because he already said it's a goal for him. But yeah, back to what you were saying about um college. I was yeah, college allows you to build your brand because um. You're on national TV all the time, no matter where you are. Like, what, um, no matter what region you're in, you're still on national TV. With the G League, I don't think they're gonna play 20 games, and it's not. They're gonna be playing against like, um, what does it say? Um, against G League talent, um, foreign national teams, and NBA academies across the world. So, there's no guarantee of getting that of getting that type of exposure you get when you're on a college basketball team. And I feel like. Also, coming to a G League team, you got to go fit in with a bunch of grown men. When going to a college team, usually it's people you're around your age, you know, and I feel like the college thing is... Oh, yeah, a lot of pros and cons, but I feel like going to college is still better, especially because there's more games. Scouts have more footage to look at. And it's like... Because now now what it is now, scouts are going to have to look at G League look at college and look at other leagues, European leagues. But I feel nah, like but that's the reason the NBA that's the reason the NBA um started doing stuff like this, giving our contracts like this, because they was tired of going overseas and looking at players and scouting. They was like, instead of us doing that, why don't we just have them come play in our league, swing them some bread, swing them a little scholarship. Cause you going the end goal, they're gonna be here anyway in the next two, one, two, two to years. three years. Why yeah. not why not give them a, a extra year start? Instead of going all the way overseas, going to his games, doing this, that, and the third. It's going to hurt a couple of people, though, for sure, though. Especially yeah. kids. It's going to hurt a lot of people. For elite prospects, um, though, I think it's a good it's a good route. I'd rather – I don't know. I feel like college, especially because what the wrong kids go straight to the G Leagues? Like, you got to know if you're good enough to go in the first place. I feel like going to college definitely boosts your stock. Because think oh, about course. it. You would not you, – you would not know what John Morant. If he was not, you know, yeah, he went to like a, a, he went to like a low, a mid, a mid level D D one school. Same thing with guys like yeah. um D L- with Lillard, Steph, C J. Those type of guys, like they would have never got that type of exposure. Yeah, if those they guys get... went to the G League. There was no guarantee <laughs> they was gonna be in the G League for a minute. For all we know, for all we know, there's guards who are good as them in the G League still. Probably, but you know, it's they just it's something that's holding them back. For all we know. But that's that's how I feel. I feel like college is the better route in my eyes until I see how this thing goes down. And that's that's what it is. All right, next story. Kev, your boy, KD. A new book came out called The Victory Machine by Ethan Strauss. He's a he's a noted um noted Warriors columnist. And he wrote a book about how the, the Warriors um he basically wrote a book about how the Warriors came together. Um, how it started with the purchase of the team and how they built around Steph, Clay, et cetera, et cetera, how they, how they acquired Kevin Durant and how they eventually lost him. So I got some excerpts here because I actually have the book, but I want to focus on these two excerpts dealing around Kev's boy, KD. So 
first excerpt here, I sent it to the chat, but um, I'm going to read it here. When former Warriors bench scorer Maurice Spates returned to Oracle Arena, he got a hearty ovation from the crowd. Katie, who once complained to a Warriors fan account over Twitter DM that Spates was among the players more accepted by Warriors fans than he, was not pleased. After the blowout Warriors win that followed, as he waited to take the podium stage, Durant was fixated on a TV that hung from the wall. Space was with the local TV guys, yucking it up. Mo Buckets, Durant loudly groused, shaking his head. How can you call yourself Mo Buckets when you never average 20 points a game? I mean, he got a point. He like, do, I mean, but it's like, you really hating on Mo Spates? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, that's that's like the people's champ. Like, every team got one of those. Yeah. Like, he know he, I feel like, I mean, I, I always come to KD defense or whatnot. But, like, I feel like if he don't want – because he apparently he don't like being a villain. I get that. You don't like being a villain. But I feel like the best thing to do is just not say nothing at all. Because you damned if you – damned if you do, damned if you don't at this Facts. point. Like, you could – you should have never expected them to love you like you got drafted there or something. Like, yeah. Come on. Got yeah. us a couple rings. They always like, going to love their hometown boys. Come on. Oh, well – not what I'm gonna say for sure. I mean, he ain't wrong. You call yourself Mo Buckets. You know what I mean? You ain't have no scoring title, man. You don't know. You can't. You can't be. Walk, I can't be walking around calling myself Kev Buckets if I average six points a game now. Can I? But um, <laughs> on a different note, right? Um, I mean, I, I'm a. You know, I'm a big KD. Probably the biggest KD fan alive. I, I can't say the biggest, but probably one of the biggest KD fans alive. So. And I could say in that moment he had no right to say all that. He he could have kept that to himself, really, <laughs> and truly. He had to say all that. Can not sound like he hated now. Uh, I got another quote. This one got to do with Clay. He said, "You guys gonna write about that? You're not, are you? Because everything, anything Clay does is okay because it's Clay. But anything I do is not okay because I'm Kevin Durant. That wasn't the only time he complained about how Clay, how Clay was treated. He felt Clay got a free pass for everything." <laughs> Um, Clay, Clay, come on. Facts, you can't hate on Clay either. Like, Clay's one of the players on that team. Everybody's one of the players, like, you can't hate on nobody on that team. I mean, people hit on Curry all the time, but that's for other reasons. But I feel like people on that team, I don't know, I feel like Clay is just one of those players that people just don't really care, like, care too much about what he say or everything he says, like, a joke. It's like, they they don't take it serious. Like, Clay's personality is one of the different NBA personalities that we don't know about because it's kind of weird to us. Because <laughs> he, he, he kind of weird, but funny in a way. So, like, yeah, I, I don't know. KD you get away with just, Like KD says, he gets away with it because that's that's just who Clay is. Yeah, KD like, just, I think what it is, it's just the emotional, it's just the emotional part of him that really gets to him all the time. And that's, that, that's what's been holding him back. I mean, it's not as bad as Kyrie. Kyrie is even worse. That's why I got, that's why I bl- I bless the coach that wants to take over that team next year. Yeah, Tyrone Lucy, he wanna go control Kyrie Irving again. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Durant retires before the age of thirty five. I don't of think course. he's gonna retire early. Of but, course. Um, he said he wants him to and, him and Kyrie because if I I'm looking at it this way. Katie never satisfied. I don't know what be going on in bro head, but he never satisfied. I mean, that's a good mentality to have, especially in the field he in. But he's, if you think about it, he's one of the most decorated NBA players to date. Like, you can put him in the top five 
You could put him in the top ten, definitely today in stone. You could put him in top ten all time. All top time? ten all time. All mm-hmm. time. You could put him in top ten today. Is it, you know, it's, I've seen a few top top, top ten lists with him. I won't say top I've seen five. a few top seen... fives lists. Five lists with KD. It depends on where we in what terms, because there's a lot of players he hasn't. I'm talking about. I'm yet, talking so. about flat out. But we took on scoring wise top one. Scoring, he's the he's scorer. the best scorer to ever touch a basketball. I, I think like, he's the best scorer to ever. I'll tell you ever. that firsthand. But all the time, but I'm talking about all, all the time. Game, definitely top ten today. Definitely, the scoring titles, MVPs, championships, finals, MVPs. Only thing he missing is a couple of defensive player of the years. He needs a what, defensive team Another ring too. by his dolo. But he by the definitely. Time Katie gets a greatness, bro. By the time let's say he get 30, 30k points plus. Bro, he gonna leave. It's gonna be t- it's gonna be boring to him, bro. It's gonna be boring to him. Him and Kyrie, they gonna get like a little condo on some little island, bro. Just be on their phones all day doing God knows what, because they don't like to do nothing. But they are so <laughs> gifted, bro. You got you can't be mad at it. I, bro, I, I've been watching highlights this whole quarantine, bro. It's really amazing what Kyrie do with that ball. Bro. I can't even explain it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. KD, everyone knows at this point how he is. I mean, there's no denying it. The man has feelings, and he's letting his feelings out. People don't call him certain words. Yeah, more than more than usual, more than he should. He just speaking his mind, though. You can't be mad at a man speaking his mind, but this is the way he says it. I, th- I feel like he I feel like he's sensitive. I think it's the way he's coming off. Yeah, he just comes off sensitive for everything he says. Because for all we know, he could be saying as a joke, but then the media could always change the whole scenario. You know what I True. mean? True. He could always throw his more buckets. You never ever say like for all you know that that could be a regular conversation between them two. Feel me? That could be a regular inside joke. We can't read, can't read everything thing. now. I know I might sound like a delusional fan, but that's really the facts, though. Like <laughs> that's really the facts. We we are on the outside. At the end of the day, we are on the outside, so we never really know exactly what he means, but. When he says it, and you know the way he's delivered to us is like, okay, um, yeah, you sound like you don't like him, like you know. For all you know, that's probably his best friend on the team. I know it's probably I'm probably dragging it, but nah, it was um Mo Mo was coming um was coming back, and he was talking to the local TV because the year that Katie came, they had to let Mo go because of Mo's contract and stuff like that because it wasn't gonna allow them to sign. Katie, remember when when Katie came, they let go of most of the core guys that were on the team from the year before, like. Barnes, mm-hmm. Bogut, Lee, Barbosa, Spates, all those guys they had to go. So Spates wasn't on the team at the time. And and he had he had came back with the Clippers and he was talking with the local TV guys because I guess he wanted to catch up with them. Cause you know, when you're with a team for so long, you start to develop friendships with like the media that's around there and stuff like that. So I guess he was talking to the local TV guys. And Katie was watching the TV and he was talking, I guess, like to whoever was around him and he was like saying that. So Mm-mm. I mean, that's a scenario. That's a scenario. I mean, yeah. came, that's how he felt. That's how he felt. Articles will keep being published to make Katie f- look like a bad guy, even though he well, doesn't. Well, not while he's in Brooklyn, because no one cares about what's going on in Brooklyn right now. So yeah, because I think Kyrie got that attention because Kyrie's a nut. He, he's a nut job. Well, I mean, Kyrie's the one that's been playing. <laughs> not even just because he's a nut job, but he's he's been the one that's actually played this year. So. Mm-hmm. That and he's man, the one that has the has had the extraordinary quotes. I'd like yeah, to say. Yeah, talk about yeah. We we got the pieces, but we need more pieces because they suck. <laughs> that means they're trying to get Embiid. 
They're trying Embiid. to get him to New York one way or another. Embiid. Yeah, no, nah, I cannot see them three. Those three Y'all Knicks see that together. Knicks and Nets trying to get. Oh, Embiid. I think the reason why the Knicks are connected is because his former agent is the is the is the new president of the Knicks. So. I've been hearing mad trade rumors. I've been hearing Buddy Hill to the Lakers. Yeah, I saw that one, but I wouldn't take anything serious because no, no transactions could be be going on right now anyways. So. It should. It would make it more interesting, but... It would. But no, it, they, it would, at, but at the yeah. end, no one would care right now because the, the nothing's going to be... Pl- too. True. I, just wanna, I just want the playoffs. That's what I want. We all do, bro. But... One last headline before we head into the last dance is um I saw I don't know if y'all saw this Stephen Clay were almost traded to the Hornets for Chris Paul in 2011. I, called, I said cap. You say cap? No, that's a, that's a legit re- report. Oh damn! <laughs> well, I've been, been hearing about mad mistakes the Warriors nearly made. Yeah, like Clay for Kevin Love that almost happened. That was a big Man. one though. And then the one with Giannis, I don't remember the exact scenario. Giannis, the Giannis is what they want to happen this, um, not this upcoming off season, but the following off season. But I don't think it could happen. I feel like it could happen, but a financial restrictions. True, Miami's gonna have cap space in twenty twenty one. So we definitely know a big superstar is going there for a fact. Well, well shout out to Jimmy. Though. Shout out to Jim who sent hoops to all his um. Shout out Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, Facts. shout out to Jamie Buckets who sent hoops to everybody on his team because that's real dedication right there. Like, I ain't seen no one else do that for the But one yet. thing I've been surprised about, for people to think about, I don't understand why NBA players get a house and not all of them get a basketball court. Now nah, you got to know paychecks is different, bro. Some yeah, bro. Only like how much is a basketball court, contract, bro? A lot of players don't get, um, they don't make as much as we think they do. Like, they, we be thinking they be making a lot of bread, but like, at 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 the at the same time, it's like it looks like a lot of bread to us, but for them, they got a whole bunch of like expenses that they got to cover that we don't know yeah, about. You got to pay agents, do all that. You got to buy a house. You got to take care of your family. Understand? Basketball court is like one of those things that come last. That's like a luxury. Mind right you, there. some of them is to be honest though, but they got game to game checks, bro. Some of them got different yeah. ways of getting paid. How I, how I was thinking is like. If you get if you buying a house, the ones who could buy a house, I feel because like, even Giannis said I don't got a court. I'm like, yo, bro. Oh yeah, Giannis now yeah, getting a he's bag. tweaking. Giannis he's is tweaking. Giannis is he's about tweaking. to get his be- his I feel big like, check. I feel like at this point everybody should know their worth in the NBA. You feel me? Like you gotta know. You gotta know. And to your be worth. honest, I know a hoop is not worth mad bread, bro. You can just get one hoop and really train on that one hoop if you really bro, want to. Bro, put it like this. Endorsements give you the majority of the check that you're looking for. And when and he's a, but he, he's endorsed field. too. So yeah. I, I feel like it's no if excuse you heavily for endorsed, him. you know that man got the bag. If well, at the same time... You every commercial, you, I know you got the bag. At the same time, 2020 is hindsight and something like this was never expected to happen. So they probably didn't even think that, oh, I'm going to need a hoop at the crib one day. Like Not like, expected to happen they, or not. But they, like, always ha- they always have access to the practice facilities off-season, yeah, they can whenever. whenever they want. So they could go to the, the practice facility, the high school gyms where they at. They could go wherever they want and play basketball. They never thought a scenario like this where they would just be confined to their cribs would happen. So a basketball court at home wasn't really seen as something necessary for them when they was making all those purchases when they had their money and stuff like that. So I just I just feel like that's like now it's probably gonna be seen as something that's more necessary because of what happened now. 
So yeah, I feel like that's really a priority because your basketball player. Why not get one? Some of them, some house. of them just want to get a, get away from the game too during the off season too. Like they just want to spend that's, time that's, with that's their the fam. One, that's the ones who are not that good, but it's fine. I mean, everyone have different goals. Some people want to go to NBA, meet real players, so understandable. Right. But I mean, I know if I went to the A, I'm not taking no off. First thing no I'm getting is it, bro. If you don't have an indoor gym or hoop in your backyard, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah, bro, like. All that. Come people, on. The, you don't the got ones that want to spend time with their family. Play ball? Like, exactly. Your family they go to the practice facility for that. Or they right, go to some other gym. Right, ain't, no way, ain't no way. Like, what if you try and play ball at 1 a.m., bro? On some, yeah. on some regular type. I don't know, bro. Bro, ain't no way. People's different. They spend their money how they see fit. True. Can't be pocket watching. Facts. Very true. All right, so let's get into the main event, the last dance. How we feeling about it? I felt bro, it was they should have just dropped all ten episodes at one time. That's a fact. I would have, I would have stayed up and watched still, everything. They would have still made the same amount of money. Like, I mean, let me not even say that because that's not true. <laughs> they would have lost mad money, but still, like nobody want to wait like the whole week, five Sundays, bro. Come on. But at the same time, it gives you something to watch every week, though, now. So, yeah, have something to look forward to while we all stuck in the crib. I definitely while enjoyed no it. Hoops on TV. What happened? I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. It was something worth a while to watch. You learn a lot about, you know, stuff you would never know about because we were a lot back then. So, it was, it was worth the watch for sure. Honestly, hopefully, put the whole series back up on some Netflix when it's all over so I can watch it. I over. think it is. I heard I think it was supposed are. to come on Netflix today, actually. I, I think it's on Netflix today, movie. internationally, and then yeah. Netflix. Netflix yeah. will put the whole thing have to out. Change IP for that. But Netflix, at the, I think, in like three months, is like three months after it's finished, they're going to have it. But up. Nobody going to wait three months. I tried to download the ESPN app, then it was like, I got to have a cable provider. I was like, who got cable in 2020, bro? <laughs> like, come on. But like it's either Firefox or Netflix, so get right. <laughs> but yeah, um, what I found surprising is that a GM was willing to want to break up a championship team that was like five and zero in the finals. It's pride like, and ego. That's really what it is. Facts. He wasn't he, he wasn't getting the praise that he wanted. He it had was the Napo- nothing business related at all. Like he had they the Napoleon complex. Money together, bro. The Napoleon they complex. They could have made mad money together. That's a fact. All right, here's my take, though. Here's my take. Let's say mm-hmm. we take away them two years, Jordan, shout out, right? In between. Like, mm-hmm. What was that, like, 94? I believe take so. Take that out. He's definitely winning those two chips, bro, because you had the 94 best 94 and 95, yeah. If you came back and did it again, then in between that time, you were still the best player in the world to me. It's logic. Facts. Because he would have he took no time After off. That, before they broke the team up, they think Scotty is bread? We looking at like we looking at like 10 plus championships Jordan and them would have had, bro. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I want to get into it's I want to do episode by episode. So I want to get into the Scotty stuff when we talk about episode two. So um so Krauss was jealous, like we said. He had the Napoleon complex. And it's funny because Krauss told Phil Jackson when he gave him the last contract, he was like, I don't care if you win 82 games, I'm still like you're yeah. still out of here. Like, what? Yeah, that it, that's it, that's, it that's he was off time. It, though. it gave me chills when I seen him. He was like, "Yo, I went into his office." He was like, "Yo, um, this is it." And then when he went on live TV and said the same thing, he was like, "Yo, 
at what at what point do you say to yourself, bro? Like, yeah, we we got no choice but to win this, bro. You go out and actually win it, bro. That's so gangster, bro. I got chills thinking about it. That's a fact. Like they literally had one mm. job. They was like, yo, it's either chip or we fail, bro. And they got it. Man, that was a mission. No, nah, I respect oh, that oh, mission. Boy. But Cross seen the last shot. Oh my god. Cross nah, Cross are like the real villain in that whole se- like series. He, he does. The monsters, bro. Yeah, everybody was saying that's how that's that's who Jordan based the um the monster off of. Captain from the monsters, bro. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. I ain't gonna lie. All right, so Frank, so Frankie, I saw you arguing with um Jalil. Well, not I don't know if arguing was the right term, but like discussing about crazy um bro. the '84 Bulls traveling cocaine circus. <laughs> like the yeah. Queen, the Jalil said that Jordan. Why we not uh saying Jordan is a snitch? He's not and even then, a snitch, cause <laughs> first of all, first of all. It's just bad timing for the Jordan slandering. It's just bad time, <laughs> poor timing. Like, I'm up for the debate at any time. Don't get me wrong, but it's just horrible. Now is not the not time. On, not on a night of, bro. <laughs> not on a night of, bro. Like, save that for midweek or, like, on, like, Sunday 3 when we, like, six eps in, bro. Now we could talk about it. Let's fail. You wait 36, 34, 36 years to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, we can't label you as a snitch, but it was funny to me. It just showed me that Jordan really had a mind of his own. He was really on one mission, bro. Yeah, it was just bold. Like, I want to bold out. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. He was in, bro, you know how, like, tip-top shape you got to be? His conditioning was probably through the roof. I saw Nobody a joke on... keep up with him. I saw a joke online. It was like, MJ won with crackhead, so the debate is over. Like, that's yeah. it. For real, he won with crackheads. Yeah, he won with crackheads. So the debate is over. That's it. No more debate. Bro, there's no, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way you give Larry Bird forty nine, and then you come back the next day and give him sixty three, bro. Yeah, come on, bro. And a lot of people they like, oh, he scored on like white dudes. I mean, that was the best team in the league. So I mean, you and give then, him the best team in know, the league buckets like that, you can't say anything about that. I think those early years, though, I think that kind of formed him into the um, the beast he was because he realized, he was like, yo, if I don't get 30, if I don't get 40, we might lose, bro. So I'm going to have to go out there and get in every story I hear about Jordan, bro. Whatever he said he was going to give you, he gave it to you. That's one thing I admire about him. Thanks. If he come in your locker room, I forgot who said it. They was like, yeah. Um, Randy, I, I think, think it was, was Hakeem. Hakeem said. It was the, it was Hakeem Dominique. He came in the locker room. It was Dominique. Yeah, Dominique. Dominique said he came in the locker room, walked past him. Went to Randy and, Whitman. Um, he was like, yo, lace him up. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> Man's had, what, 50 or 60? I think it was 61 or something like that. He gave him, he gave, like, him, he gave him hell. Like, come on, bro. You talk about them star players that be like, I know Bron and them be saying that now, but with all this load management talk, I don't know what we going through Bron and them. Speaking still, of load management, I want to get into that when we talk about episode two a little bit later, but because they had Jordan on the minutes restriction and everybody was like, oh, that's load management and everyone's talking yeah. about. That's not really load management because it's like he came off a broken foot and it was a 10% chance his career was done if he played. Nah, from it, so. a money standpoint, from a money standpoint, I could understand why they would want to move like that, but... Uh, a athlete gonna know how his body feel, bro. And true. it's true that once you break a bone, it does grow back stronger. 
But at the same work. time, they were saying that sometimes that specific bone where it broke, it was talking about oh, yeah. how sometimes um, it don't heal. It sometimes it don't heal right because blood doesn't flow properly to that yeah. area. So I mean, that's it was it was a risk regardless, but high risk, high reward. Facts, and it, it turned out well. So. So I was weak because after they showed that little montage of um of Jordan highlights cooking the league for his rookie year, in between the montage, they was asking him about like how's the transition been from college to the NBA, and he was like, "It's been easy." And I was just like, "Man, usually that boy most, signed Luca. He signed Luca. He I mean, most that. guys low key, but like most guys, they like a little bit humble. They like you know, it's been a little difficult here and there. But he was like, "Nah, it's been easy." Bro, he just had a swagger about him, bro. Facts. Indescribable. Average 28. I, I, I see a lot of Jordan and Luca, though. I can't front. I see a lot of Jordan and Luca. Once I really sat nah, back and I, I thought about watching, it, I was like, yo, the way we looking at Luca, people probably looked at Jordan like this, bro. Like, how he's so young doing all that. Like, he's really giving it to them. Facts. I, don't know. I could see it. I could see it. Not seeing that they. That he yeah, I know, what, I know what you're like, saying, yeah. but like I'm, you saying like at such a young him, age. Yeah. But it's it, for Luca though. It's it's the fact that he played professionally overseas in like yeah. the second best league, so that plays a role into that too. He so, well groomed. Yeah. And then I had another key here from the 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 way the the way the first episode ended. It kind of gave me chills. Like it was given. It was their ring night ceremony. And then they had like the Bulls intro music. I love that music. It reminds me of um 2K11. When remember mm-hmm. when 2K11 opens up and they have the Bulls intro music. Facts, facts. So um episode two now. Scotty was grossly underpaid, probably robbed. I don't know who his who his agent was, but whoever his agent is, he needs to nah, go back I've seen to him. they said that whoever the the owner was like, yo, I told him don't sign it. But the owner's lying. He's lying. Of course he of told course him to sign is. it because that's a discount. That's a discount deal. He whored himself out. Can I say that? He whored himself out. Come on. Seven years, 18 million. He was sixth on the team in salary. Meanwhile, he's like the second best player. If yeah, you're being honest, that's what, um, that's what people be um, in like the rapper world. That's a 360 deal, bro. It's a slave <laughs> deal, bro. I saw, I saw someone like was saying that online. Soul, bro. You sold your soul, bro. That's a 360. Come on. Man, and he was 122nd in the league in salary. But he was first on the Bulls in assists and steals, second in scoring, rebounded minutes played. And wow. I mean, looking back, you hate to see things like that. But I, I looked up after, in his whole career, he still made about $109 million plus million because of his contracts with the Rockets and the Trailblazers after. So the Rockets and Trailblazers, they treated him well and kind of made up for I mean, where, wherever he Krause's went mistakes. after, they would have had to give him the bread. Of they course. They would have had to give him the bread wherever he went. Just off the strength. It kind of sucks, though, he didn't get to win with um, that um, Rockets team. I forgot. I think it was him, Barkley, and Hakeem. But Barkley was basically, like, towards the last legs of his career, so it really didn't matter. I mean, when so, when you on like your when you your formative years, bro, when you out of them, it's my fault. But when you like leave those times, it's like yo, we fake don't even want to watch this man play no more. <laughs> Facts. It's, it's, it, it was kind of weird seeing him in those other jerseys too. Honestly, it's just nostalgia. 
Now, seeing Scotty or Jordan in different jerseys is just weird to me in general. Bro, I hate seeing Jordan in a Wizards jersey. <laughs> I hate it with a passion. Yeah, it's weird. But, um, but while watching while watching like commentary, like I realized a lot of Kobe and Jordan though, like a lot of Kobe and Jordan. Yeah, like oh, yeah, made, image. yeah, Kobe made himself like he wanted to replicate everything Jordan did because like he felt like baby that Jordan, literally, yeah, literally baby Jordan. So um, so before so before the ninety seven ninety eight season, Scotty had a chance to actually get surgery to um for his ankle. After the after the season ended, and then get it, um, and basically rehab during the summer. But he he said, um, "I'm a refer- I'm a paraphrase what he said. He said I'm not gonna mess my summer up because he didn't want to rehab during the summer, and of and to um he wanted to make a point to Jerry Krause because Jerry tried to trade Scotty multiple times. Like it wasn't just that one time during the nine before the ninety seven ninety eight season. He I heard he tried to trade um him for Sean Kemp in ninety four. Um, that's when Jordan had actually left, so that would have left the Bulls with Sean Kemp as the number one option. So, yeah, so there was that, and then of course later on we find out about how he um he was he had a deal in place for um Scotty for T Mac. So there was that too. Oh nah, he tried to move filthy T Mac and Jordan. That'd have been a great. That'd have been a great what? team. But MJ vetoed the trade. <laughs> Yo, that man was moving dirty. What? I mean, Scotty is ah. his boy though. He was riding for his boy. Pause. I'm not. But, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Scotty was LeBron before LeBron. They got it. But mm-hmm. T Mac and Jordan, bro, the world wasn't ready for that. I don't know what Jordan would have done to T Max psyche though. I'm, I'm glad it because, didn't happen. Because who knows if he would have if T Max mental at such that young age would have been able to take because we saw later on in the in, in the episode how Jordan was talking to his teammates, like his teammates who he who he respected, like Ron Harper and all those boys. Like he was just talking to them like, yo, if y'all if y'all don't want it, y'all could get out of here. Yeah. And, and they started that season struggling. They were four and four, and they first road win came against the Clippers, a bad Clippers team, and it a took them double team. overtime. Jordan had what forty nine? Yeah, forty nine. And it wasn't it wasn't efficient or pretty either. But he had to do what he had to do to get it done. So, I mean, nobody there helping. Facts, do but, do. but but I, but a lot of people were criticizing Jordan for saying that Scotty was selfish. Um, because of what he decided to do, but you gotta also think about like, um, you also gotta think about like Jordan and Scotty. They've been with each other for this whole time. Like, you think like Scotty basically left him out to dry at that point. But at the same time, you also gotta think that Scotty had to think about himself renegotiating yeah, that contract. Be his family. You got most to feed. That's crazy. Right now, I was I was about to ask y'all later on about what team would y'all like to see get this type of last dance documentary done for. And I was thinking to myself, I would like to see how last year's warriors were behind the scenes. Cause of all the Katie. That is going to come out. Bro. I just got a notification from Bleacher Report. Bro. Bleacher Report just says dubs denied media all access. Um, It says warriors execs didn't give camera crews full coverage during playoff runs like the bulls in the last dance. So we will not get that last dance warriors documentary. Wow. 
That they missed out on a great opportunity, honestly, because a lot of people would have tuned they in. They could have cashed in, bro. Honestly, like imagine they could have cashed in years down the line where the team not rocking no more. Stephen Clay gone, Draymond Green is the new Shaq. He got like <laughs> six Auntie Annie's. Like, come on, they could have cashed in, bro. It was in thinking smart. Nah, but yeah, I'm tight seeing that notification now. I'm, I'm tight because I, w- I really was looking forward to that down the line, like, later on in the years. And especially because Draymond, Draymond, there's a, there's a video flowing around on social media now of Draymond basically talking about how he, he and Clay felt during all last season because they had to answer to the media because Kevin Durant was not giving answers about the contract situation. And basically, Clay, Draymond was saying him and Clay basically said they wanted to be there for life, but Durant wasn't saying anything about where he wanted to go regardless whether he was staying or leaving. And that left so many things up in the air because that had a, that had an impact on the contracts negotiations of Clay and Draymond. So, yeah, Katie just be moving funny sometimes, bro. But yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing a, a last dance. Blame Draymond. Blame Draymond. Blame Draymond for what? No doubt, Draymond was he was wrong for what he did. Oh yeah, when he the Clippers argument. But like, come on, bro. That's why I want a last dance Warriors version. But unfortunately, we won't get that. But. Maybe we'll get one for the regular season because they said it says in the notification here that they didn't allow them dur- the full coverage during playoff runs. That was kind of smart though because I would have tore them apart. Being realistic, if it got leaked, yeah. Because this thing, this last dance apart. thing, has been in the NBA's vault for twenty years, and Jordan finally ca- gave the okay. Um, I heard he gave the okay when LeBron won that in uh, twenty sixteen. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's yo. I'm telling you, it's business moves. It's tactical. Moves. It's tactical. Yeah, business moves. I ain't even mad. It's business. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Like, yo, LeBron just wilding out. He was basically Dolly buzzer beater win game seven. Nah, I'm about to drop this. Damn. Yeah, of course I'm gonna do that. Some money to be made. Facts. Jordan's a businessman, bro. But yeah, um, Jordan. But back to episode two. Um, Jordan used his anger to motivate his teammates to play better. Um, we have yet to see how that goes because that's probably talked about more in episodes three and four, which are going to be released next Sunday at nine. So we'll see how the season continues because I'm actually interested in seeing how that goes because the 97, 98 season isn't something that's talked about a lot. You you usually hear about the 96 bulls because they're the ones that won 72. And then you hear about the 96, 97 ones because they, I forgot how many they won, but I know they won a high number of, of games too. But you don't hear a lot about the 97-98 Bulls um, that season. You just see the last shot, and that's all you know about the 98 season, basically. So I'm, I'm just so, interested to see how that goes. So, um, Then we get into the Jordan foot injury. Um, it's funny how he was recovering back at college, and his team didn't even know he was recovering from the foot surgery. I mean, something like that during today's era would have been... That sounds like something Kobe would do. Low-key. Yeah, keep it on the hush. But, like, during today's era, you can't you can't do something like this. The minute they see him in... The minute someone would see him in a gym, it's on yeah, Twitter. internet, it's crazy. You can't even it would have been that. on Instagram. It would have been on Twitter. It would have been everywhere. They'd be like, oh, look like, at Jordan. Oh, oh, J. Cole popped out, too. He's bowling up. <laughs> They get runs in at Rico Hines. Like, come on. Man. Word. They got cameras everywhere. And then the Bulls manager would have sh- would have shut it down immediately because that's the, that's their investment. Because as soon as Jordan pulled up, we saw in the first episode, like, 
business started booming for the Bulls because everybody was going to Bulls games. Everybody, everybody we wanted to see um, Jordan play. So you got to protect that investment. Money moves. And then we spoke about how when he came back, he was on a seven minutes per half minutes restriction. So that was quote unquote load management, I guess, for them. So load management. But then they asked Jordan, like, oh, do you think this is a move by the management to um secure a better draft position? And he was basically he basically was like, I don't care about draft positioning. I just want to get to the playoffs because I just want to have a chance to win. You got to respect it. I want to look. Clo- I want to look up here while we talk the nineteen the nineteen eighty seven NBA draft because I want to see what would happen if they had gotten in. Because back then there wasn't no lottery. I heard it was just envelopes out, and then um, that would have been the eighty six draft. Actually, my fault. But um, that would have been the nineteen eighty six draft. And once you were in that seven, there were seven um, spots. It wasn't like a lottery, but there were envelopes, um, seven envelopes. And they would be picked at random. So everyone had an equal chance to get the number one pick. And I, w- I just want to see who was the, um, who were like the top picks that draft. So you had Brad Daughtery, who would have been a, a key center for them which is what they needed. They could have had Len Bias, who passed away, unfortunately, but he was a top player at the time. Also got Ron Harper in there. So they would have had their, they would have had their, um, their, their, um, whatever selection they wanted possibly from those, from those guys that I, I just named, plus some other guys like Chuck Person, Kenny Walker, Chris Washburn. So they're acting would've... like they missed out on a gold mine or something. True. But you, you never know. So, you never know. 2020 is hindsight. Mm-hmm. Hindsight is 2020, I mean. But, yeah, he said he didn't want to get to – he didn't want to go – he didn't care about draft position, and most players usually don't care about draft position because that's another player coming in to take your possible spot. But um, another key thing is the Bulls got into the playoffs with 30 wins. 30 and 52. I mean, the NBA was declining at that point. Talking about the 80s. Yeah, Everything the was 80s was a low point for the, for the NBA. That's like post-Magic. Besides Magic and Bird. post-Bird. Yeah. I mean, he literally came and saved the league by his dolo. Yep. And he was cooking those boys up as we spoke about. 49 and then um, 63. And a lot of people saying, oh, he got those in losses. If it was Jordan, if it was LeBron, LeBron would have got criticized. But, like, you got to think about it. Jordan did this in his second year in the league, coming off a broken foot. And if if LeBron had done that, it would have been ultimate respect to LeBron, honestly. You would have gave, we would have gave LeBron his his props if he came into the league and gave the best team in the league the business, people the first two games. Saying, yo, look, people swear saying MJ to go is like telling LeBron to, to like do some disrespectful stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, or it's like telling LeBron that he can't play at all. Like, but, like, like, come on, let's be real, let's be nice. real. People act like Jordan ain't face adversity too. I'm forgetting nice. that. And then what you call it? Um, Larry Larry said 
they threw everything at him, but he had a great, a great quote that I saw being tossed around on Twitter. He said, you can't hold the great ones down. And at that moment, I guess Larry felt that MJ was one of the great ones at just his second, his second year in the league. So you got to know other people see it before, before you see it. Facts. And even in the document, even in the interviews, they were like, um, you know, Magic was saying, Magic was saying back then in in that time, he was like, MJ is the most talented player in the league. While he and Larry were still at the top of their game, still like he was saying that MJ is the most talented. See what um, Roy Williams said about him? How they invited him to like a basketball camp or something? He was like, he was like, I heard he was good. You know, we invited him to the camp. By the time he left, I thought he was the best player in America. Facts. Like, what? And bro, did you see um Bob Bob Knight Bobby Knight how he was coaching um Jordan in the '84 Olympics? Before he even saw yeah. Jordan in an NBA game, he thought Jordan was one of the best players in the world. I don't so. know. They said, "Hey, I guess that's how good his fundamentals were." I don't know. Because every everybody says the same thing. I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's consistent, then it's got to be true. You got to be. You got to be different. You got to be a, in a class by himself. And he is. And I saw a lot of people, yo, they was clowning Jerry Krause. Like, it got to a point where, like, they didn't like Jerry Krause so much. Where, like, specifically for Scotty. Scotty was getting on the team bus and just cutting him. Like, just, like, berating him in front of the whole team. And it got to a point where Phil Jackson and them had to tell him, like, yo, chill. Like, we know you don't like Jerry Krause because of the way he's been doing you lately. But, like. See, I wouldn't have did all that he did on the bus. But I would have definitely did load management. Oh, yeah, that's what he was doing, basically. But, yeah, I mean, he was going in on Jerry Krause, I heard, on the bus. They never showed what happened on the bus. I would have loved to have seen what was going on in that bus, but... I feel like it was some downright disrespectful. It probably was. Because it was like... It was eyebrow-raising. And what you call it? Like, Jordan was doing, like, the little cheeky stuff. Like, he was like, oh, are those short pills or diet pills? And he was like, oh, if you want to do layups with us, they got to lower the rim. But he was doing stuff like that. But Scotty was, I heard Scotty was just probably just going in. And probably rightfully so, too, because, you I know. did the same thing. But even though Kraus got all that hate or whatever, I mean, he still did a good job of assembling a team around Jordan. That yeah, he did. Got him chips. Like, he got him Horace Grant in the draft. He, got, he drafted BJ Armstrong, Tony Kukoc. Nobody all those discredited trades. him. He just he just couldn't handle the fact that he was getting so much love. Facts. He was really a hating man. Napoleon, the Napoleon complex right there. But yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in the um the next couple episodes. Cause I mean, we all know how the season ends, but like, I want to see like the process of how they got. They finally got everything together. And I want to know more about um, the divide between Phil and Kraus because right after that, we know Phil went on to the Lakers, Lakers three-peat, and then his whole thing with the Lakers and I there. I love Phil Jackson. That man is a winner. I like him, but I don't like what he did to my Knicks, so I still have resentment towards oh, him. Oh, yeah, I didn't forget that. How could I forget that? <laughs> Just Bro, he came to the money. Knicks and just... How could I forget that? That old brute. <laughs> right after we came off 50 wins, they hire him and then he get rid of everybody, yo. That old brute. That mellow dutty. 
yeah. I, I, that's why that's the one blemish I feel like that's on him. That's the one blemish of his career that's on him. But everything else, he's like straight winner and everything else, though. Yeah, he know how to win. I give him that. You got Shots. Jordan and Kobe, Shaq, Pippen. But so, a lot of people would say, is it him or is it? Nah, it's definitely him. Him falling into the it's right circumstances. Definitely him. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> Some people might say that though, because they do the same thing with Steve Kerr. They say Steve Kerr is nah, a benefit of circumstance. That. We can't do that. Cause I guess there's gotta be a reason Jordan said he wasn't playing under no other coach, right? True. Yeah, he did. There gotta be a reason. Yeah. If a player is telling you your best player is telling you that, you gotta listen to him. We Facts. can't do that to Phil Jackson. And then he was like, Okay, y'all thought it was a flu. I'm gonna do it again. I'm going to do it again with Kobe <laughs> and Shaq, little Jordan offspring. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Yeah, people say that about a lot of coaches. They be like, oh, they just fall into the right circumstance. So, you know. But, like, certain players, they gravitate towards certain types of coaches that allow them to play a certain type of way. So, that's what Listen, allows the That's day, what allows for their success. You, I'm going to tell you what players want at the end of the day. They want the green light. And a lot of people is not skilled enough to get the green light. That's why I say you got to know your worth in the NBA. If you're not a baller, you're not a baller. You're a role player, you're a role player. Know your role. <laughs> That's a fact. But, um, yeah, I'm back to my question I was going to ask you guys. Um, I was going to say, um, what, um, what team would you like to see this get done for? What? From like oh the last dance doc um, yeah last dance type type of documentary. I mean the generic answer would be 2012 Miami Heat, but I ain't really I don't really care so much about that team. What went down behind the scenes? Yeah, um, it wasn't much drama. You want a team that had like some drama behind it? Um, if we damn, you want to say last year's Warriors? I was, but then I got that thing in my mind already, so I'm trying to think of somebody. Not else. because they, I feel like they still got footage from the regular season, probably because they said they didn't give them full access during the playoffs. So there's still a possibility that they ha- they have regular season footage, but who knows? Um, do they have to be winners necessarily? Nah, nah, just a team. Mm, I'm gonna do that. Um forgot the year. I'm going to go with, what, 13, 14 Clippers? Mm, that is an interesting team. Like PG, Jamal Crawford, or uh, Karan Buller, Swaggy P. Yeah, that team Andre was fun. Jordan, Matt Barnes. They, yeah, that, that that's a cast, paper, that's a cast of characters right there. That, <laughs> that team on paper, just by that name, is supposed to have at least two championships. And if yeah. they stayed together, I feel like they would have had at least one. They I had their chances, the though. City. They I had their chances. The city movement. I mean, they was beating the... I mean, they had beef for OKC. They could never get past OKC. But they remember they blew that 3-1 the lead to the Rockets? Yeah, they was, beat, they was beating the Warriors at the time. After, after like, 14-15, they couldn't beat them, though. Yeah, they couldn't. 14-15, it was clipped. If you didn't get yeah, something before 14-15, yeah, you wasn't getting that back. You wasn't getting another chance. That's why yeah, the Spurs, Spurs, they got blessed. They got they was they was they got blessed. They was able to get their revenge against Miami right before Golden State emerged because 
if they didn't do it that year, they was never going to get their revenge for that series. But uh, for me, a team I would like to see a behind-the-scenes documentary. Hmm. I was going to say last year's Warriors, but like, I feel like that's already like taken out of the taken out of the equation because of the headline I saw like that just ruined that just ruined my answer because last year's Warriors had so much drama it was like Clay's about to be a free agent Katie's about to be a free agent I know Jordan's none gonna of them be up for extension leaving, I know yeah of course none of, them wasn't of course but you know there's always rumors circulating like oh so-and-so's father so-and-so's relative thinks that mm-hmm. he's going here he's going there we had yeah, the whole Stephen thing about Stephen A. been on first to throw him out. I just got a call last night from a credible source. I'm going to keep it confidential just between me and them. Uh, Clay Thompson is not happy in Golden State, people. Word. Uh, and it's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. Stop the theatrics, bro. Stop the theatrics, bro. Come on, bro. That's a fact. Give it to me straight, bro. That's a fact. Give it to me straight. He always got a credible source that be saying nonsense. Uh, like he's uh, Remember when he source. said, credible source says, um, Kawhi says, um, why don't LeBron guard me? Like, yeah, what? <laughs> You're like, come on, bro. That's cat- that don't even sound like Kawhi. That, <laughs> he was like, nah, but then again, Kawhi do I'll be seeing him on court sometimes, bro. He do be trash talking sometimes. <laughs> so I, I don't fully rule it out. But like but that whole when Tom Brady was about to get traded, bro, or when he's about to um sign with the Bucks, bro. Tom, yeah, I just got up the phone with Robert Kraft. Uh and he's telling me that it's Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady, people. <laughs> and it's just that simple. If Bill Belichick is not willing to put his pride to the side, like, come on, bro. Like, we're going through these times. Like, come on, bro. We know. I thought he totally off topic. I thought Brady was going to stay. I did not expect that. I low-key felt Brady. like he was going to leave because I knew there was a. I knew there was some type of divide between either him and it wasn't between him and ownership because I know him and ownership was tight, but I know Bill, Bill Belichick. It was him and Belichick. There was a divide between them, but we don't know the extent. Maybe there will be a last dance documentary for that. Oh yeah, we need that. Now I would we, like we to know that, that. For the whole twenty years, we need that for the whole twenty years. That'll be a long I documentary. That. I mean, like they a, could they could they could probably cut that down into like three hours though. Three hours for twenty years. Because, look, you just highlight the good moments. You highlight, like, 10 years. Nah, everybody nah, wants to see nine, some of the turmoil. Everybody wants to see the, some of the turmoil. You highlight, like, 9, 10 years. You, you got to get, get like some of the, the nitty-gritty. You got to have some of that nitty-gritty stuff in there that, 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 will, that, just will, give that me, will sell just for the give promos. Me the year, just give me the year they lost to the Giants. <laughs> Both uh, years. Both years. Year. Um, Both years they lost when, to the Giants. Give me the first chip. Give me the one where he comes back from the um, – ACL injury. Um, I'm Gucci. I don't. I'm. I already got like the last five, six years. I'm already refreshed on that. Like I seen it with my own eyes. I, I have a good memory of that. I don't even want to see that again. That Falcons game. I feel like that Super Bowl was just whack. I didn't want to see them teams in the in the, in the game. <laughs> that one was whack. And like, how are you not? You got to give Julio Jones the ball, bro. Simple. Facts. But yeah, I don't know how you turn 20 years into three three hours. We got this whole this whole MJ thing is one year. 
Well, it, co- it covers like some parts of other years. I mean, it's they, mainly they focused on that last stuff, year. Drag it out. But it's ten. It's ten no parts. Ten parts. You talking about an hour? It's ten hours. Yeah, about um, about ten hours, or like if you take out all the commercials, maybe like eight and a half hours, maybe. Uh, and that's for like one year mixed in with like parts. And you could probably, you probably make a five-hour movie. I mean, die-hard fans gonna watch that though. If you talking about course. Brady, you probably get a couple million people to watch that. Like. Another thing I would like to see is probably the Houston Astros that when they were cheating, that would make an interesting documentary. At least for I me, didn't even, I think. I still don't completely understand the MLB, but I heard it's a lot of money involved. As soon as I get into that, I will be more like fluid on the topic. But I heard that was grimy what they did. Yeah, like nobody respects I, them. I and if the season it. started, they was gonna get beat up this year, bro. I've seen them getting a lot of flag. Like man, was disrespecting them. Crazy. Bro, people said they want to beat them up. Team said they want to beat them up. If the season started on time like it was supposed to. Oh, yeah. Dugouts would be clear. <laughs> Yo, I would have been looking forward oh, to those right. games. Dugouts would be clear. I mean, bro, I would like, want to do it, too. If we really balling up and you really say you bought it and you got to chip off that, bro, nah. We got to run that whole season back. Everybody <laughs> you played, everybody you played got to get a ring just because. Everybody nah. you played on the way there got to get a ring. That's a fact. My you gotta Yankee. take like a whole year. Of sports, My Yankees, bro. bro. Think about it. My Think Yankees. About it. You gotta take like a whole year of sports. For some blasphemy. And they 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 was doing it for more than that that one year that they won the chip though. They did it the year after, wow. and yeah, they kept doing it because they didn't get caught the until they they didn't stop until they finished hey, game they, until they, they get caught. They didn't stop until they get caught. I can't even be mad at it. I can't even. They ruined that to the wheels fell off. Facts. But how did how did people find that out though? Like, I forgot. Honestly, I forgot how people found out. But because if we really want a team and we all make a pact to do it together, I doubt anybody saying anything. Now people started Somebody saying had, stuff like former teammates. Like after they left the team, they started saying stuff after though. Oh, they was probably salty. They didn't get on. They didn't get in on the wins. No, they got. They, they won with the team. Win. No, they won with the team. And then when they left, they started talking. What did they gain though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did they gain from doing that? Like, all <laughs> it would have been a lot better if they could have kept that one to themselves. They could have took that one to the grave. Nobody would have even been mad. But you like gave up on like and told on yourself. Come on. Um, but getting back to hoops, um, probably just for like a fun documentary wise, it'll probably be the seventy three one seventy three win Warriors. Just covering their regular season, because I, I remember that regular season was fun. But, yeah. And then once it got to the finals, that's when everything, right before the 3-1 lead, that's when everything was fun, at least for me. I and just then, had a gut feeling that we wasn't going to win that year. I don't know why. Yeah, it felt, it, felt, it felt all too good at the moment. I just had a gut feeling. But once I seen KD pull up, I knew, I was like, yo, we really about to do this. Facts. Then I I thought that they was gonna get that last one though, because I haven't. And, and then seen, all the injuries started piling up. I've never seen a three P with my own. I don't own think squad. we ever will, because it's so hard. You gotta be like super consistent. You gotta have like, you gotta have top notch luck too. People say, this "Oh, Warriors got lucky," but like I put luck plays a part. Shoulder. That's why I put a chip on Braun's shoulder, because in his era, quote unquote. 
A mm-hmm. lot of people got rings. Jordan stopped a lot of people from getting rings. Yeah, a lot of heads got rings in this era. A lot of Hall of Famers don't have rings because of this man Jordan. That's a fact. Like you talking about you let you let Kawhi change teams and get one on you twice, bro. <laughs> like how that work? Like when I once I saw the Raptors one, I was like, all right, the NBA just hit a reset button. Yeah, like a real that was reset yeah. button. First time it's like no concrete stars on that team. Like they were, I didn't even project them to win, bro. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. I thought Milwaukee was gonna get to the chip that year. But I thought this year though, I don't know who I really had winning this year. I want to say Milwaukee, but then again, in crunch time, Braun is a different man. Facts. And if, I don't know if Giannis if, is. I would ready say for though, that. if LeBron got to the finals, I feel sorry for whoever he met up with because he wasn't gonna lose that one. He was yeah. not gonna lose this one. He was not gonna lose. There this was one. a lot riding on this one, but yeah. No, no. But yeah, I had it. I had it as a toss up between Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. Like I felt like those were the three teams. Yeah, that I felt those like, were my top three teams. I feel like it was a toss up between those three because, like, in the East, I didn't see anybody really like legitimately challenging the Bucks. Maybe the maybe um. The Raptors, because the Raptors have been like consistently good, injuries and all. So, yeah, my logic was I was like, whoever make it out Lakers versus Clippers gonna go, and the Bucks is just too good in the East. Yeah. Then again, then again, I also wanted to sneak the Rockets in there. I had a really good feeling about them this year. I, wasn't I thought they actually them. had a chance. Once the, once I saw them lose to my Knicks, I was like, yeah. That's all I need to Nah, see. I was watching that game. Harden <laughs> missed two layups in crunch time. I saw then, that. And then Westbrook missed a layup at the end of the game. So they deserve to lose that game. And my boy RJ was watching Barrett that the whole game winner. I ain't think RJ, RJ had like, what, 25? I ain't think he was going to win it. Yeah. I ain't think he was going to win it. Oh, yeah, he had the last shot. I ain't think he was going to win it at all. I seen the eye, so I was like, yo, he's not going to do it. And man did it because he had missed two shots before that. Bro, he was just coming into his own right before the season ended. A lot of rookies were coming into their own. Like Cam was starting to play well. Bro, can we not talk about the Knicks, please? The curse is is real, bro. I'm starting to believe it. Bro, can we not talk about the Knicks? I want to talk about the rookies that were coming into their own before the end of the season. I'm starting to believe it, though. (laughs) Devontae Graham, though, I would say. I like him. Um, Kobe White Um, was starting to come into his own. He was dropping like 30 plus I points. I did have Kobe White as one of my sleeper picks for rookie of the year, but I guess it was just a oh uh, damn, I can't even curse. It was a horrible show in <laughs> Chicago. It was nah, a horrible that, show. that situation, bro, it's nah, you know, going back to the documentary, Jerry Krause says organizations win championships. It's funny how the Bulls have not too. even been to the finals since that last chip. Like, like, they really made him eat his words. Like, <laughs> I'm yo, it'd be making me mad when I'm like, yo, this stuff could have really been prevented. It really could have, because in at the end of the day, Jordan could have went up to the owner Jerry Reinsdorf and been like, I bet it's either me or him. Who do you pick? Yeah, but then people gonna be like, yeah, Jordan trying to strong arm his way, and he a bully this time and third. Like, true, but on, like bro. now. I mean, I guess now we say that because it's the player empowerment era. So play, players go up to their GMs now. And, or players go to their owners now and be like, oh, it's me or the GM. Put it like this. Players are way too good nowadays. It's sorry to say, but players are way too good. 
for it not to be the player error because even True. the last man on the bench will give you 50 on a good day. That's why we got the G League full of so much talent that's just like sitting there hoping for a chance. I'm about going and trying out for that. What is it, like $150, I think? It's like $150. I think they have like a worldwide, uh, not worldwide, like a. Uh, I heard those tryouts are hard. Like, yeah, they have a country countrywide uh, trial in July. But then again, you could also just go with your home team. You could try for your home team instead. Like for us, it would be um, I think Long Island Nets or Westchester. Yeah, it'd probably be the Long yeah. Island Nets. They had trials too, but they was like, "Yo, you gotta come out like one fifty. I was like, "Oh, I gotta get my conditioning." But that's really all. The game is so fast in the NBA now. It is. Pace if you go run, you super good. super high. And I heard they really just want you to jack up threes, like. <laughs> The mid the midi game is so underrated though. You could rack up the points so quick. Yeah. That's another part of Jordan's game that was being like analyzed super heavy, like while everyone was watching, because like everybody was like, Oh, um, he scored sixty-three with like no threes, I think it was. And like the mid-range game, of course, it's not like I don't want to say not the best shot, but it's still a pretty good shot that people should know because, like, if you're if you're a three level scorer, yeah. But if you're if you're a three level scorer, that makes you more of a threat because you can if you pump fake for the three, at least you got that mid range, um, and vice and like mid range, you could just from the mid range you could go to the paint and etc. So. It allows you to have a wide, very, very, varying amount of um areas you can score from. Like, it's fake. One of the easiest shots too. That, like, mm. if you think about it, mid range shots aren't that far from the rim, aren't that far from a layup. Bro, you get as long but people as people aren't working on them now. So that's why people like CJ McCollum. That's why. Yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can hear me. My headphones just died. Yeah, I can hear you still. That's why people like CJ, Bradley, Bill, they they begin 50 on some light work. Yeah, they they, they 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 utilize all parts of the of the court. Now, I would say if Steph started shooting more mid-range shots, it's scary for the league. It really is. It's really his he only shoots layups or threes. Mm-hmm. But if you peep, every time he takes a mid-range shot. Nine and a half times out of ten, that boy going in. It's like a lay. It's literally a layup for him. That's a fact. If I was Steph, I wouldn't be so humble. That's why I'm messing. I would not be so humble with God's gift like that. Buggy. Oh, that man. I was pulling up from half every other play. God no. <laughs> they would have had to take me out the league. I would have averaged fifty, bro. Some real. Some real ish out of average fifty. I mean, I mean, only time will tell. We'll see what happens next year. I, mean, I know he's gonna be on a mission to prove everybody, prove everybody, prove everybody wrong. Because everybody seems like they forgot about him. Everybody's been talking about this and that and the third. You know, Steph hate. That's the just let him really talk. Hate the Steph hate. I hate the Steph hate. Me too, bro. 
Because it's like it really took just for him to get injured for everybody to forget about his greatness. But we can put him. We can also put him in top ten today. I'll put him in top fifteen today. Top fifteen. Facts. To me, he just need a Finals MVP. I feel like that is like that award now lost meaning to me after I heard what Rachel Nichols. I don't know if you heard about the Rachel Nichols thing where she asked, I think, or she consulted with like LeBron about who should, who her vote should go to or who people oh, should vote wow. for. Yeah. So She's scum. She's <laughs> scum of the earth. Wow. Yeah, bro. That, that, that award has lost so much meaning to me at this point because it's like, what's the point? Like, I would have never thought, wow. Yeah, I, I'm gonna look really, into it and I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you later. But that's like bottom of the bottom, <laughs> bottom of the bottom. Like but, you know, I don't think we understand how much leverage LeBron has in the NBA. Clutch today. Cl- clutch mafia. I don't think we understand how much leverage the nah, nah, I do, <laughs> I do. Because what you call? I saw LeBron was on a podcast with Richard Jefferson and uh, Channing Fry. And Richard Jefferson has said something, and then LeBron is like, "Don't worry, RJ. ESPN can't fire you. You're my friend." Yeah, cause bro, as long as you know LeBron, you got a job in the sports world. Literally, that's a fact. If you got ties with LeBron, you're a coach. Yep. Your son gonna play on his AAU team. He probably gonna average like two, but he definitely gonna get a highlight tape on overtime. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Leverage. That's a fact. All right. I mean, that's all I got on the agenda for today. Thank you all for tuning in today. Make sure y'all subscribe. We on minute. (laughs) I wasn't even gonna mention that, but all right. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We on YouTube now, posting videos regularly. Fast break layup NBA podcast on YouTube. Make sure y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever y'all are listening at. Whoever's still listening, thank you. <laughs> uh, give bless. us five stars. Leave a rating, you know. Give some criticism, whatever it is. Stay safe from this coronavirus. Facts. And, you know, we got possibly new merch. YouTube viewers can see what I'm holding up right now. But we might come out with shirts, so let us know how y'all feel about that. So. And we also start an AAU team. Alright, that's it, y'all.